Hey everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio. It's Wednesday night, time for a basement street fight. Brian and I are here to talk about things that are going on in the news. Um, We'll be reporting on the kind of fuckery that's happening at your job and uh, letters from landlords that have been sent in and all kinds of other amazing things. Thanks for being here. If you're watching on the live stream, you can do that on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. You can even jump into the chat and uh, tell us what you think. I I try to monitor it as much as I can. Uh, Sometimes if I see stuff that makes me mad, I'll just click out of it. So you never know if I'm reading or not, but I absolutely want to hear your thoughts. Uh, We are Street Fight Radio, the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We've been doing it for a very long time now, and we are here to continue to spread this mess across the U.S. every single week, Wednesdays and Sunday nights. Now, on Sunday nights, we take your phone calls from 9 p.m. to midnight. We want to know what's going on at work. But Wednesday, this is uh, the original show that started it all, just yelling about how much it fucking sucks to work in America, and uh, that's why we're here. So this is your first time. Welcome. We've got a great group of people ready to fight for each other and do mutual aid and camaraderie out the wazoo. Uh, So please strap in and get ready to be a part of the Street Fighter community. If you've been listening for a while and you want more or you want to support what we do financially, you know, you you're happy that we don't try to sell you purple mattresses or underwear, head over to patreon.com slash streetfightradio where you can sign up for a monthly subscription that will get you access to digital zines, videos, and premium audio from Brian with a lot of your favorites like Tom Sexton from the Trillbillies, Felix Biederman from Chapo Trap House, Crappy Oats from the Southpaws podcast, and a lot of other fantastic guests. And that's all available over on Patreon.com for just $5 a month. And if you sign up today, you don't have to pay anything at all. It doesn't charge until the May 1st. So head in there, see if you like it. And if you want to keep supporting us, please do. We appreciate it. And with that said, let's uh, street fight. Ugh, rough day today. I feel like crap today. What else is new? Yeah, more crappy than usual. His stomach's all messed up. My mouth tastes real bad. You okay. Know? Not good. You Not haven't good lost your day. sense of taste, though, right? No, I can still taste. You can still taste. My You're taste good. is still there. I can still smell. I can still taste. I'm okay in that department. I don't think I have coronavirus. I think I just feel like shit today. Okay. Well, Which that's is, good to know. you know, a big... It, it, it happens, you know? It's the kind of thing that happens to people. Um... What a fucking week. We don't have any emails this week at all. We didn't get any emails. I didn't get any emails. You may have gotten some. Okay, good. I have some emails. Good. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. I got a bunch of news stories that we can cover. It's been a pretty wild day. I was on Means Morning News, which will be out the day that this is released, I believe, right? Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. I was on Means Morning News today talking about uh, Vince McMahon who uh, really showed his colors this week. He is something else, man. Vince McMahon, the owner-operator of World Wrestling Entertainment, right? Yeah. For those that don't know. I mean, the XFL folded again. It did? Yeah. Before they ever played? They played. They did? They did play, yeah. They ended up playing. They just, like, uh, they had to cut the season short. And then Vince, probably wisely, was like, this... Not going well. Yeah, you know? let's just blame this on a corona. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably, there's a lot of people doing that. Yeah. I would. Yeah, claim it as a loss on your taxes. Yeah, I would blame coronavirus for, for stinking. 
You know, like, oh, I did something that sucks. Eh, everything got coronavirus. Nobody showed up because of coronavirus. Yeah. Like, in 10 years, people are going to forget when it happened. Right. You know what I mean? The specifics won't be necessary. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in 10 years, it'll be like, yeah, XFL launched and then coronavirus happened. And people will just think, like, oh, they, you know, they didn't play. They didn't even get to play a game or yep. something. Yep. But they did play games, and the ratings kept dropping, and people weren't watching, and nobody cared. And he failed at it a second time. But apparently, WWE owned a stake in the XFL. Uh, so they lost a little bit of money. Okay. And then they also somehow donated $18.5 million to a super PAC for Trump uh-huh. and then got deemed an essential business. So they're essential. They're running live TV three times a week now. And uh, got paid to play. Yeah. Isn't he, isn't Vic, wasn't Vince McMahon brought in as some sort of a. Uh, Yes, we'll get to that. Yeah. I believe from what I read earlier today that Vince McMahon was brought in as some sort of uh like uh uh advisor on like getting the economy started again. Buddy, it's called the Committee to Reopen America. Sorry. Have you heard about Sorry, it? Sorry, I don't you know, know about COA yet. It's like just a bunch of creeps to Cora. Committee to Cora. Croa. Yeah, it's not a Committee to reopen America, CTRA. Well, he thinks so. Trump really thinks one that we need sports. The sports has to come back. Apparently. It's America. That's the thing that we need to happen. I don't it know keeps why. Us, it keeps us all stupid and like complacent, right? Well, That's how you keep the sheeple in in line. I mentioned this on means, but I I would love to, I'll say it on this show. You people out there think you want live sports back and you don't care if it doesn't have an audience, but I'm going to fucking tell you when you get it, you will be like, "Mm, this isn't necessary. It's only good with a crowd. Yeah. It's so bad because I've had my sport without a crowd for month, for two months almost or a month. And, uh, I can't watch a whole wrestling show at this point. I just can't do it. It's fucking sucks. It's soulless. It's bad. It's like these sports are fucking fucking at least. Okay. I'm going to give a percentage here because I love percentage. Don't make it round. It'll sound fake. But this is, it is a round number. Okay. It's 50% crowd, 50%. Okay. Right. Like that's what it is because the crowd makes the show. A lot of times, you know, you even think about a big like World Series victory. People talk about the play that made the World Series victory happen. But people also talk about the crowd going ape shit in the audience when it happens. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, the crowd changes the whole atmosphere of the game. Yeah. And and I, I, I think like these people think they want football without an odd. Oh, hey, hey. They can play football without an audience. I'm okay with it. And I'm going to fucking tell you, it it will be sucky. You will hate it, you yeah. know? And here's my thing. Why can't we just wait until 500 people can be in a room together? Then you can you can run wrestling. You can run MMA with 500 people. I don't know. If, I, I think baseball and football and basketball and hockey, I say you just wait till next year. Yeah. I, I say you don't do it. There's no reason to fucking do it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and these, these governors that are putting these athletes at risk, the, this, this governor of Florida is doing this argument like, well, America needs content. And it's like, America doesn't need content. Me and you have said this a lot of times about consumer products, right? 
It's like consumer products. There's plenty of them. They've all been made. We don't need to fucking keep making them. You know, let's make new TVs when the old TVs die, not just keep making new TVs uh, for eternity. And I don't think we need content. Fucking watch an old movie. Hey, could you fucking watch something old? You don't need something new every day. All the new movies are based off of something old, so you can just watch the old stuff. (laughs) Well, back during the summer, back in the day when I was a kid during the summer, no new TV. There was no, TV, not, no new TV. You couldn't watch a new TV show. Now, there was new movies, but it was like you had to go to the theater to see the new movies. And uh, theaters aren't open right now. And uh, they could release movies. I would be told. Yes, I do want content. I would love to see movies show up streaming. I would fucking love it if, I don't know, the new Marvel movie was streaming for 20 bucks or whatever. I'd be fine with that. I just think that sports is like, there's so much to lose in it. And it's so impossible to do without a certain amount of people in the room. And I hate to be a bummer, you know, but I really, truly feel like that. I really feel like we shouldn't like, this shouldn't be happening. I, I even said this about AEW. I mean, the only thing I can say about them is that they did it. They recorded everything for two months over a couple of days. And it's like, okay. That's better than going live three times a week, but it's still not great, you know? And they still announced that they're going to still do Double or Nothing, which is a pay-per-view that's March, May 23rd. And it's like, I'm not paying $50 to watch an empty arena pay-per-view. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I just don't think it's necessary. You know what? If you want to bring a sport back, Oh, no, I don't think you can even do this. And you would know better than me, like NASCAR or F1 racing. You can't do that without. No, you got to have the people. F1 is already canceled for this year. Right. They can't. But you can't but, do racing because because I, I was thinking and, like you could do racing because everybody's in their cars. Yeah. But it takes a lot of people to keep the cars running. I Yes. And I just watched a BBC documentary about the 1976 Formula One racing series. And one of the crowd favorites didn't, he came out of pit row without completing the lap and they were going to disqualify him. And the crowd got so fucking angry that they decided not to disqualify him. Yeah. Like the crowd literally interrupted the match to say, interrupted the race to say, you can't get rid of fucking James Hunt from this race. We love that guy. Well, and I, I said about WWE or about wrestling period is like, I don't know what the utility is in doing it other than like keeping your TV contract. Right. But I don't understand. You can't know what's good. You can't build something. But, There's no way to know. But we're all stuck in our house, though. We're excited to see anything at all. I'm not. I'm not watching wrestling. I'm watching Star Wars. I'm okay. a Star Wars guy now. Big Star Wars geek. You're a geek. we get to that later. Geek well, them. we can get to that now. I don't really care. I'm a Star Wars guy. You going to San Diego Comic-Con as soon as this coronavirus yep. is over? I'm going to the first San Diego Comic-Con, <laughs> which will be, uh, I want to learn about all the new Star Wars stuff. Maybe get like a, a Jabba the Hutt like hat or Special something. edition Funko Pop. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start collecting those things. I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I like the Star Wars yet. I enjoyed okay. the first three, which was The Phantom Menace, The Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, class. And then I've also the watched classics. the class classics. And then I watched the 
the episode four last night, and I was like, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, like, the thing is, Obi-Wan Kenobi in those early movies is badass and cool. But in the other Star Wars, it's just like, mm, not that badass and cool. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can tell that, like, they backfilled a bunch of stuff if you watch it in the order I'm watching it in. So, like, the stuff that they backfill, it's interesting to me. It's the same thing I've said about Breaking Bad a lot, is that it was cool because they wrote themselves into corners and then had to write themselves out of it. And yeah. that was what was exciting about Breaking Bad. And I think that's what I'm going to be excited about watching these movies is that's why I think I like the prequels. Cause they had written themselves into a corner. Yeah. They had to reference all these things from these other three movies. And I find that interesting. I, I find it like, it seems like they put a puzzle together. You yeah. Know? No, I agree. When we were talking, when you were talking about doing it, the original trilogy is something for me, uh, that is, I, I could just sit up all night of thinking about the cultural context of it. Like mm-hmm. I love to, I, I, I'm listening to eighties thrash metal and death metal right now. And, you know, of course we have like, uh, moved along since the 1980s and stuff. But when you go back and I re- I was there, I was alive in 1980. I remember what the parents were like. And to think about some of these songs that like Deicide and Obituary and Cannibal Corpse were singing. Necropedophile. Yeah. Hammer smashed face. Yeah. That kind of shit is like cool. It it makes it like once you understand, once you think of like Star Wars coming out at a time when there was butterfly collars and fucking velvet suits and all of that goofy ass 70s, 80s shit's happening. it, It just really changes your relationship with the movie i feel like i guess i would also say about star wars episode four the the new hope that i haven't watched i think i might watch empire strike back strikes back when i get home tonight but the the thing that i liked about it a lot and and the thing that uh really jarred me out of like even the prequels and and like movies now is so much practical stuff like it was such an art to make this world this 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 world where they actually built and created things yeah. and used them that like that is going to keep me interested for because you don't see it dude you see, it's like people standing in cartoon rooms now now i know why jack and leslie are always saying like it's like they're standing in a in a room you can tell they're standing in a room yeah and they can just put whatever they want around them and that's like the whole movie and they're, they're kind of ooh reacting to shit and stuff. And it's like, uh, it's interesting that they had to actually make these things and make them work, you know? Yeah. And also those, yeah, those original ones were done on like a shoestring type budget where like the story was like, he pitched the first movie and they were like, this has a lot of loose ends. And he's like, Oh, I have, I have like two more movies though. I yeah. actually have nine movies that, that will fill in everything. Right. Yeah. yeah it's one yeah. of those famous like bootstrap seventies Hollywood type stories. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do think that like I was, I was having thoughts about this coming out when it came out right last night when I was watching it and thinking like, who fucking liked this? Like there's, there's a lot of stuff in this movie where there's no context. You have no idea what's going on. And I was trying to think of it having not seen the other three, Yeah, you know? And it was just like this movie did like, how did people understand it? You know what I mean? Like, I think it's pretty straightforward. I don't think it is. I think it's all very, there's so much stuff in it that's just like, what the fuck is the Galactic Senate? What's like, what is all this? Like, there's a whole world. 
that is unexplained in this movie. So I, I didn't, I just, to me, it was like, it seemed, if I had seen this in the 70s, sure, I probably would have been like, oh, the special effects fucking rule, like I did Jurassic Park or whatever. But uh, the thing that was like weird to me was like, there's no explanation for why any of this stuff is happening to me. But people love it. And people did like it. And maybe that's just me. I just felt like there wasn't a lot of explanation for why anybody was doing anything. They're trying to rescue somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all that but matters. But why is the why are the bad guys doing what they're doing? Like why uh, are why why is Darth Vader doing what he's doing? Sure. Because I know now because he's an asshole. Sure. But like if I had just seen this movie, it would be like, like, what is his motivation? Why is he doing this? You know? So that was it. So the committee to reopen America uh -huh. is MLB NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, MLB commissioner, Rob Manfred. So it's the NHL, the NFL, UFC, PGA, LPGA, USTA, MLS, Vince McMahon, NASCAR, New England Patriots owner, Bob Kraft. Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones and Mark Cuban. And Trump is quoted. This is a very good Trump quote, by the way. This is an amazing Trump quote, I have to say. And this is in quotes, Brett. Okay. Um, we want to get our sports back so importantly, Trump said. We have to get our sports I back. I agree. <laughs> Fucking agree, dude. I'm tired of watching baseball games that are 14 year old, but I haven't actually had too much time to watch. I would say maybe I watch one batter and then I get back to work. Because he fucking... Yeah. <laughs> He was in the middle of saying, I'm tired of watching these old sports. And he's like, shit, if people think I'm sitting around watching old sports, they're going to think I'm not working on this. Pandemic. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, but I'm not doing it. I'm just like, I check it out. One batter. I'm out of here. I knew one. You know, the silly, the high socks and the, the big hair. It just throws me out of it. I agree, though. Uh, one of our buddies said they're watching old baseball games right now, which is not a bad idea. I, I mean, think it is. like as a sports fan fanned with a d yeah. um you have built up this kind of history of importance behind all this stuff but you've never like did you go see barry bonds like play did you go watch those games did you go see them mark mcguire when he was doing his thing did you go all the way back to fucking all of that stuff is online now right like, I that's like with the formula one stuff i can go and pull up a race from 1995 and turn it on and watch it in its entirety like, I think it's a great time for sports because you can actually dive into some of those old games that you never saw before. Yeah, I've been saying... Go watch saying, the uh, fucking Celtics versus the Lakers. Watch, you know, Bird versus Magic. I've been saying they could run Nitro. Like they. Oh, could, yeah, that would be good. Them motherfuckers could just run Nitro and then run the pay-per-views on TV. And I think they, people week would go by fucking week. nuts for that. Agreed. Nuts for it. You Absolutely. can run fucking Nitro Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then the pay-per-views. Just run it all in fucking order. People would fucking go nuts for that. Or the Attitude Era, even if you want. Even though, I think you can't run the Attitude Era because it's not TV PG. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, they could... There is there is a tape library. 
especially WWE. I wouldn't say AEW doesn't have really a tape library. Their, their back would be kind of against the wall. But WWE has a tape library where they could show some of the most legendary shit that's ever happened in the sport and teach people about the history of the sport. The reason they don't do that is because Vince McMahon hates the history of the sport. Yeah, they want people they want people to be obsessed with right now. They don't want people thinking about the past, all of that shit. Well, capitalism uh, oh yeah, somebody somebody in the chat doesn't know what Nitro is. Oh, Monday Night. So back in the early in the late nineties, early two thousands, Nitro was the other wrestling show. Monday Nitro. Yeah, there was Monday Night Raw. Yeah, WWF Monday Night Raw, and then WCW had Monday Nitro. Yeah, and, and those were competing. Those were competing shows. Most of the time, you had like because back in the day, you just had to ride that last channel button that's how i did it that's how i watched there, them. on the cable bot on the cable remote there used to be button a button that said last channel and it would just let you switch back and forth between the last channel you were at so you would just be slamming last channel for a good match and then you would stop when you found something decent yeah and and i think like one of the interesting things about this is like or it's a good indictment of capitalism that the guy that owns all the tape libraries hates wrestling right you know what i mean like that is such an indictment of what capital is it's like is everything about capitalism like the motherfucker owns all the von eric stuff you know all of the uh you could fucking do rick flair's whole run you could just be like we're gonna show all of rick flair's matches yeah tonight. you know what i mean people or, would love that i know i know i would I know. watch that I, I mean if i, I knew know. that i could show up once a week to get classic programming or to follow along with a storyline mm -hmm. through over the next few months genius yeah, i know that th but that's why they're inessential though that's like what the point i'm getting at is that like that's why they don't need to run live they're just putting people's lives at risk and they don't have to run live yeah you know people will come back when it's live again i firmly believe that all of these things that are suffering now because we can't gather there. Most of them are going to come back. Yes. Some businesses are going to go under We're we're going to live after COVID-19. We're going to live in a post cheesecake factory world. Yes. But something will pop in and replace the cheesecake. There will be an, yeah, there'll be someone with a bigger menu with, bigger, <laughs> with a two inch ring binder full of food you can order from. I just think this idea that like, if they don't run football, this year that people won't watch it next year they'll forget about football no they're going to want it more than ever i, know. I mean right now is very easy a mo e easily a moment where you start to be like i really am grateful for the stuff that i had before this like i, I really wish wrestling was just on tv and i could go buy a nosebleed seat when they come to ohio for twenty dollars i know i know I mean, the crowds at sporting events when they can have them are going to be so hot, man. Yeah. It's going to rule, you know? Fucking people are going to be standing up and cheering at the movies, <laughs> you know? Yeah, oh yeah. Like, I said something the other day. I was like, I'm going to fucking have a barbecue right away, and then I'm just going to stand way too close to everybody. Yeah. Like, that's exciting to me. You're going to just be, you're going to start kissing people on the cheek and stuff? <laughs> get get in here, shit. get yeah. in here. Just keep grabbing people behind the neck and pulling them in real a close. A fucking mosh pit seems like so out of the realm uh, of possibility right now, I know. right? But it'll happen again. There will be mosh pits again. You know, I don't know when. Yeah, this I'm, is a good pause for us. Yeah, we just got to fucking like, we got to realize that, that like, at some point things 
the way that this world is geared, especially under the system we live in now, is that like it's always trying to get back to normal. They don't want this, yeah. you know? And like, hopefully they do it responsibly and we open back up over a period of time, which I don't think will happen, I think. Yeah, I don't want that at all. What? I want this to be, I want them to like be limping along to the point where we can just take them out for good. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I think that I, what I'm saying is. But, so when like, I, I have seen a lot of criticism from woke people about the term back to normal. And uh, for what me. What's wrong with back to normal? It means you want everything to go back to the neoliberal hellscape that we had before. No, you no, no, fucking no, privileged no. asshole. No, I want to fucking go to a concert. Yeah, I just when that's I, what I mean by back to normal. When I say back to normal, all I ever mean is that I can get together with sixteen people, maybe. Yeah, like I can we can stand we, on a stage and talk to my audience. Yeah, hundred people can come to the show. That's normal for me. Yeah, I don't care if we're doing money or capitalism or whatever it is afterwards. I just want to be around fucking strangers again. Me too. Me too. I want to be in a crowd. I want to fucking stand in a goddamn crowd you know yeah uh i when people say back to normal i don't think they mean i want to go back to what it was like before <laughs> they went over night i want trump to be president i want ice to be deporting people <laughs> yeah it's an insane thing i've seen it th it's about. such a great stance to take though it like is, if fun. you're holier than thou that's a really good stance to take. yeah 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 oh back to normal to the oppression of you know I mean, is this less oppressive? Are we in a less oppressive time? You got to ask those people that uh, that uh, protested at the Ohio well, State House. I'm in there, man. You I got it? that news story. Yeah. You, uh, we, first, it was the Ohio State House. Today, it was Michigan. Michigan went after it, too. Um, I this is interesting to me because I have seen people on Twitter, and I'm going to, I'm not a conspiracy guy, but I'm going to lean towards our direct. This is AstroTurf. You think so? I do think so. I think that there are people that are really there, right, to protest. I do believe that. I, I believe that there's idiots from Fox that sit and watch Fox News all day that wear MAGA hats and believe in Q and they show up. They're like useful idiots. But I think a lot of this is AstroTurf. I think the organization of this, like the Tea Party, is uh, there are people pumping money into the organization of this so that they can get the people to show up out into the street, if that makes sense. I mean, it's so, happened before. We've watched it happen in our lives. So we steamrolled our way into this. Uh, what we're talking about right now. I'll read it, actually. Okay. Uh, hundreds of cars and trucks and SUVs descended on Michigan State Capitol Wednesday afternoon as part of a noisy protest against Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer's social distancing restrictions that critics say have gone too far. Dubbed Operation Gridlock and organized by the Michigan Conservative Coalition, the protest did just that, creating bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic throughout downtown Lansing as demonstrators blasted their horns, waved American flags, and hoisted placards deriding Whitmer's orders and demanding that she reopen the state's economy. The lockdown measures are meant to curb the spread of... We know what that's for. Um... Let's start with the fact that some counties have no or very few COVID cases and yet are totally shut down. Roseanne Ponkwowski, president of Michigan Conservative Coalition, said in a statement, when did a one-size solution solve everyone's local issue? It's not a, it's not a fucking local issue. It's not just about your fucking neighborhood. It's not like, it's fucking unbelievable. These people can't understand that just because there isn't something there now, it can get there. It's You're not protected from it, you know? 
And if people were going out to bars and shit, they would be heavily hit. They don't understand that the fucking moves that are being taken are stopping them from being hit, especially when you're in a rural county where the hospital is definitely not equipped to have a bunch of people in it. They don't have the stuff that they need. It's fucking crazy, these people. Well, Ohio did the same thing, too. Yeah, we had the same thing happen at our state house. About, I don't know how many It was people. yesterday, wasn't it? Mm, I think it was three days ago. Oh, okay. But, uh... The yes, we do have people standing outside with Guy Fox masks on saying we can't do the uh what is it about the constitution or something? I'll get I'll get the Ohio one up and uh we'll we'll look into what they were. Um This is hilarious too because uh somebody has a sign that says my inherent rights don't end where your fear begins. What does that mean? Um I mean to me that means that conservatives shouldn't be legislating on their fear of homosexuality. Yeah. They shouldn't be legislating on their fear of uh, Muslims. Or they, going to hell. Yeah, going to hell. Yeah, yeah, like, I feel like I am only at the whim of the fears of conservatives. That's pretty much the only governing that we do in my state, in my country, is making sure that conservatives feel okay with their irrational fears. Yeah. Crowds gathered outside of the Ohio State House in Columbus during Governor Mike DeWine's daily COVID-19 press briefing on the afternoon of April 13th to pr protest statewide shutdowns. This isn't the first protest regarding the pandemic-related business closures or stay-at-home order. About 75 protesters gathered on Thursday, April 9th, according to an article by WOSU. I hate these people. I do. I do. Oh, you know what? Uh, fucking drive a car. <laughs> do what? No. Apathetic uh, Misanthropy, wonderful name, in the chat from YouTube, said it's funded by a DeVos family-aligned nonprofit, mm -hmm. and it's a bunch of small business wackos. Yep. And Proud Boys. You can Boys. tell. You can fucking look at them, dude. You can look at... This is astroturfed as hell. All these people... The Michigan gridlock? Fuck all nice trucks. All fucking yeah. expensive trucks. Yeah. Shit, you Extended know? cabs. Minivans. And Mini like, bands with a bed, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, they they basically their sign said things like "Open Ohio, we want our rights back," and my inherent rights don't end where your fear begins. First of all, who, what do they mean by "Open Ohio"? Like, do these small business owners want to go to work? Fuck it, go. Nobody's going to come I, in. You know. Yeah, I, I don't think that. Most of this has just been a recommendation. Uh, if I was younger and stupider, I could probably live whatever life I wanted to right now. I'm doing this as like a personal precaution. I don't really... I, this isn't because the government is forcing me to do anything. I can do whatever the fuck I want right now. Right. There's a guy holding a sign that says, no test, no mask. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like... If these people wanted to do something important in some way, wouldn't it be great if they lobbied to get everybody tested? Because yeah. That's really what we need to do. We all know that if everybody got tested, 
which we don't have the infrastructure to do. We just can't do it. Yeah. You know, but they don't want to admit that we can't do it. So they're not doing it. Well, but if everybody got tested, then we would know who had it. Then we can figure out how to deal with this it. This is why we need conspiracies of our own. Here's the thing. COVID happened because Donald Trump sent it over to China as a biodiversity weapon in order to do World War III and take over the presidency. He did this in order to shut down Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders spoke to us. That's why Corona is happening. It's not because they want to shut down the American economy. It's because they want to shut out the shut out the American worker, right? Yeah. Uh, so the other thing about this is that um, oh fuck, I lost myself. So uh, I was too busy trying to spin a web there. Protesters can be heard in the background chanting "O H I O." Acton's got to go. Which Amy Acton, not a bad person. No, she's a doctor, and she seems to be doing like the right things and is 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 being reasonable about it now. Weird freak liberals are like acting like they're in love with her, which uh, I also there, don't like. There's already t-shirts for her. There's coasters. Oh, there's a sign on High Street People are threes that says things we crush on. <sighs> and uh, one of them is Dr. Aim nurses and first responders, which by the way, I want to say this about when they say first responders. Let's not say that. Yeah. Because what you, you're including cops in there. Yeah. They're not doing anything to help anybody. <laughs> Well, let's just say nurses, doctors, grocery store workers, not first responders. Um, the so what I was going to say is that a lot of the people that are at these these uh, protests are probably watching the same Instagram videos as me, where some like fucking huckster puts on a mask and sits inside of an office and has like a a clipboard in front of them. And they just start naming facts and saying that they're a medical professional and they only have a few minutes to talk and then they, you know, shut it off. They work in billing. Yeah. I, I'm so convinced that half of the people that are like, I work in a medical profession and I think this is all over the blown. Yeah. Are like the transcriber from home people. Yeah, absolutely. They are. <laughs> I mean, you can see, you, you can look at the backgrounds in a lot of that shit. Yeah. But, yeah. I, you know, uh, but... We do have, you know, some some truth seekers out there. Yeah, you were reading me some. Well, I mean, uh, Man Cow blamed it on Bill Gates. Bill Gates. And he is getting it right now. I went to Bill Gates' Instagram. He has probably hundreds of thousands of comments of people accusing him of orchestrating this entire thing. Yeah. I mean, his most latest post, I had to go probably 50 or 60 comments down to find one that was favorable or didn't say, do your own research. Literally, he's getting spammed like, I'm, I'm commenting from Mexico. We aren't going to accept your biological warfare, Mr. Mr. Gates. People commenting, I'm in Germany. COVID stands for, wait, what did I, what did I tell you it was? I, I, no, Co I do not know that. Oh man. What was it called? Coronavirus identification or something? Oh no, no. Yeah. So Bill Gates is doing all of this to inject us with tracking chips. And uh, what is he going to do with them? Look, he's going to sell our info, dude, that money. That's worth a lot of money. Here's the deal about the Bill Gates thing. Heck, I'm glad he's getting shit, you know? Yeah, he deserves to live in hell <laughs> forever. <laughs> well, there's also people that are like, he's done good things. And I'm like, 
Right. He's done good things for computers, but he should not be in charge of malaria. <laughs> but I know he should be in charge of computers. I think he knows computers. I fucking believe him on that one. Well, I don't know why he's meddling in Africa, though. There's a lot of other ways to spend that money than figuring out what Bill and Melinda Gates want to do with it. Yeah, well, me and you are going to have to uh, uh, bring this back up when we're waiting for an update to start a podcast for an hour and a half. Right. <laughs> How good Bill Gates is. But yeah, people have like yelled at me. I I talked about Bill Gates one day and I said something about an endangered species chair that he's sitting in or some just some like rude thing about Bill Gates. And I got so many responses of people that are just like, you know, he gives a lot to charity yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm like, not enough. And uh, so he him getting shit is fine with me. I don't care about that. But they're giving him shit for all the wrong reasons. It's like he was today talking about uh, Trump cutting off funding to the World Health Organization. Yeah. And people pointed out that he could just like replace that money if he wanted to. Yeah, if he cared. <laughs> if he actually gave a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing is, uh, what, what about, uh, how you feeling about uh, this post office sitch? You worried? I don't understand it. I hope the post office sticks around. I'll say that. Uh, I can look up post office, but I, I didn't understand like what was happening. Well, this has been happening since George W. Bush. The Republicans yeah. forever have been trying to fuck the post office over. Basically, what they require is that like if they make a dollar today, they have to spend that money on the retirement plans of all their employees in the future. Well, that's good, right? No, because you don't need that. Like, your employees are going to retire in 30 years. You don't need to set the money aside right now. True. Okay. You pay for your current people that are retired, and then you keep it rolling. They basically tried to get them to spend all of their money on retirement to the point where they went fucking bankrupt. Yeah, mail volume has dropped by nearly a third since the pandemic hit. Why is that? I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm getting so much stuff delivered. But UPS, though, or FedEx? Uh, letters probably i don't i don't know where it comes from I'm valpac never... coupon isn't very popular right now true true oh that sucks dude you want to you want to hear some uh some on the ground stories of life in these times yep i got a really good one this one made me laugh a lot um because like i i do have credit cards now and they are a complete horrible investment like they cost you money obviously. oh the white house rejected a bailout for them, yes is what happened oh yeah they've been trying forever they would love to just hand this whole thing over to jeff bezos okay so listen to this listen to this email we got um i just listened to a recent app and you guys were reading shitty emails thought you might get a laugh out of this one from our landlord they uh i pasted the email below we are following up on your email, and yes, this is a very difficult difficult time for all of us. We are in touch with the owner of your property on a daily basis, trying to find ways to assist you during this time. If, if you only have partial rent payment on the 1st of April 2020, we can't accept it. And once you have received your unemployment, please pay the remainder in full or in weekly installments. Why can't they accept a partial payment? They never That's so awesome. My landlord will. My landlord has taken uh went back when my rent was like nine thirty five. They took four thirty one week and then two weeks later they took the rest. They should. I, yeah. I don't think it's a big of a deal. You get your money either way. But no, landlord companies are the biggest shitheads when it comes to this thing. They for the like my, in DC, 
they were like, you need to have the whole thing. You can't just like pay what you got. Yeah. And then, I mean, if you're, and like, obviously you're going to have to catch up. I guess they're just banking on people getting Trump bucks and then figuring it out later. You know, yeah, that's what all like, this is what about. What do you do after they're the expe- Trump bucks? Right. They're thinking that people are just going to like go in debt right now and they're not going to charge them any fees. They're going to get an unemployment. They're going to get Trump bucks and they're going to pay everybody back. That's not going to happen. No. <laughs> that's not going to happen for you, Mr. Landlord. I already spent a thousand of my Trump bucks <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah. I uh, I have a lot of stuff. I, 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 have, I just found out that I can make a racing simulator for my computer and do Formula One racing at home. So that's what I'm doing with my Trump bucks. I'm trying to buy this tracksuit that I want. Okay. Katie is like really not into it. Okay. But I still might buy it. You're going to get it. You know, maybe. I try. So here's the next part of this email. And I love this. I love this so much. The owner has gracefully agreed. It says gracefully. The owner has gracefully agreed to waive any and all late charges as well as payments made over time. Uh, That's interesting, too. Because honestly, these management companies, their customer is the landlord. It ain't fucking you. You know, they don't give a shit about you as a person, as the tenant. They, their customer is the landlord that's hiring them to manage the property. Yeah. You know? So what they're saying, what they're offering now is that in the online portal, you can pay with credit card, not just debit card anymore. You're allowed to rack up interest on your rent now. Isn't that great? Wait a minute. You haven't always been able to pay by credit card? No. It's like buying lottery tickets. You can't buy lottery tickets on a credit card, neither. I'm going to fucking tell you the truth real quick about credit card stuff. Because Kamala Harris was talking about waiving fees, and I'm like, who are these fucking people that have credit cards? (laughs) (laughs) And they're hard to get. (laughs) I mean, for what I've been... I make more now than I did, but the whole time I would have considered myself a working class person... Never had a credit card. Couldn't no. get one. They wouldn't let me have one. I was working class. They gave me a credit card. I ruined my fucking <laughs> credit. It took true. 10 years for them to finally be like, do you want a little bit of a credit card now? <laughs> they're asking me if I want one now. Yeah, they're interested. They want to get you caught up in it. Yeah, I don't want one. I'm fucking out on a credit card. If I ain't got the money, I ain't got the money. Or I'll spend money I don't have, which is a thing I like to do all the time. So here's some of their advice on things you can do. Call your service providers and renegotiate your phone bill. Renegotiate your phone bill? Hi, um, I currently have a family plan for me and my wife and my child. I was wondering if we could squeeze an extra $1,000 out of that plan so that I could pay my rent this month. Like, what do you, how much are they going to give you? They, they They're going to sign you up for a new fucking phone. You're going to be paying more. You call them. You say, I want to renegotiate. You're paying more. You, ne- you never get less. No. Never. I mean, over the phone, you get less. They're yeah. going to tell you you're making money. They don't tell you the back end fees that are coming in. No, you. they never. They're always like, you're fucking saving like. Oh my God. This 60 is- bucks on this. It's fucking crazy. And then you get a bill and it's fucking $100 more. <laughs> you get Samsung Galaxy 20s. All of you. The whole family today for free. This is wonderful. You made the smartest decision today, Mr. Quimby. Yeah. And now your bill is $500 a month. Yeah, that uh, for every time that happens to me. And recently, me and my kid got phones, and they said one of them was free. And they were like, man, There's your no bill free. about to go down. and went up $50, and I <laughs> called them, and they were like, well, that's that's like 
fifty dollars. That's just what that's what it just what he says <laughs> to get you into the trap. No, they were they, they were saying they weren't even saying it like that way. They were saying like, oh no, you do got a better deal, but you also got to pay this fifty bucks. It's just. I don't know why, you know, like no real explanation. Very weird. I hated it. This is great. Yeah. So, so basically you can pay your rent with a credit card now. That's, that's one of the relief options that we have in America. Where, where, when did they start allowing that? This is Colorado. They just started this month. Like all the credit card companies? No, this is from this landlord company, but I, I I don't remember being able to pay with a credit card before. I feel like you can, as long as you can pay with a card, you can pay with a credit card. I can't pay with a fucking card, so. I mean, there's usually a much higher fee, but I don't re- I don't remember paying with credit card before. I've always wanted to because you don't have to pay those things. Yeah. You don't pay your credit cards. All they do is stop giving you credit cards. They're fucking great. Yeah. Uh, I just saw this. The Michigan Proud Boys organized a blockade of the intersection at a green light outside Sparrow Hospital. A doctor came out of the hospital to plead with them to let the ambulances through. They're blocking. They're blocking the entrance to a fucking hospital. hospital. Yeah, because they think it's a hoax. Because they want their. their Oh, that's their protest. I don't know if these. When you were saying like the the gay thing and stuff like that, I think these are libertarians. What gay thing? When you were saying like that that my rights don't end with your fear. Oh yeah. I don't. I think these people are probably not. I mean, they might be no, homophobic, I was, but I think most of these people actually are, are, it's the libertarian people. It's the fucking Guy Fox mask people. You know, that's who this is. And there are Trump people and that, their reasoning, the reason that there are Trump people is because this makes Trump look bad. Yeah. But honestly, this would have made anybody look bad. Who, who would the president, if Hillary Clinton was here, although I said this, it sucks to admit Less people would have died if Hillary Clinton was the president. Like, that's something I've been thinking about a lot. Is like, yeah, I think if somebody competent, I don't like her, but I mean, I think she probably would have taken precautions earlier than it sucks to say, but I just feel like less people would have died if she had been the president. Obviously, I mean, Bernie Sanders being the president would have been good too, or, or like any, any, anybody but Trump. Trump being the president is the reason we're in the situation. Not yeah. the reason we're in the coronavirus situation, but that it's gotten so bad. It's because he's the president. That's all it is. He's incompetent and everybody around him is incompetent and they're only motivated to reopen their stupid businesses. Right. Uh, you got, you got any more emails? I got a few. Let's get another one in. Actually here, I'll, I'll, I'll trade with you. I'll do a little newsy story here. Uh, it's, this is, this is a sad one, Brett. Pennsylvania's decision to close liquor stores under the state's coronavirus restrictions has reportedly led to scores of its own residents crossing state lines to stock up on booze. But governor, but Ohio governor Mike DeWine on Monday aimed to put an end to those trips into the Buckeye state, calling the cross-border liquor runs a health hazard, according to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. What was it again? (laughs) They closed liquor stores in Pennsylvania, and they have really archaic liquor laws in Pennsylvania, so you can't, like... I don't think they can sell right. alcohol in stores. I'm, I'm not 100% sure of that. I'll have to look into that. But then Mike DeWine found out that the people that live like close to the border were just crossing over the border, buying a bunch of liquor and coming back. Stop it. You're not allowed. You have to have an Ohio ID 
and all the counties bordering Pennsylvania in order to buy alcohol. That's now. bullshit. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's bullshit that Pennsylvania, you can't get alcohol. Yeah. That's bullshit. That's what's keeping everybody rolling. Yeah, yeah. That The only reason people are even somewhat happy is because they're just getting drunk all day. Or yeah. High, you know? Uh, yeah, the other one I ha- the other story I have is actually another credit card person. Okay. I apologize for the volume of communication, but hopefully this one comes as good news. In light of the current situation and global pandemic, our company has been able to turn on the option for credit card payments for rent in the online portals. <laughs> this option is available for tenants as well as co-signers. This will hopefully help lessen any burdens of having to use available cash that can now be used towards other bills. Jesus love it. That's Christ, a good Christ, man. This was a fuck. I mean, that's it sucks because like basically that email had nothing to do with like helping people pay their rent. It had everything to do with saying you should get a credit card so you can pay your rent. Yeah, you can always try to get a credit card instead. Yep. Landlords are scum, dude. Oh no, I lost my I lost my other picture. Sorry, what no. happened? Um I had a pretty good one from somebody that oh no, it's not there. It was really funny though. Uh, somebody that works for a, a chemistry lab that is doing like totally non-essential horseshit, but because they're in science, they're able to claim they are. And uh, there's like there's posters on the wall that say if you've been if you had symptoms or if you've been near anybody in the last fourteen or in if you've been near somebody or you have symptoms, you need to quarantine for fourteen days. And this person wrote in and said. Hey, somebody in our lab supposedly had COVID symptoms. What do you advise? And they didn't reply for two days. They're trying to figure it out. Well, they just were hoping they'd forget. Yeah, that's true. So this person wrote back and said, Hey, I don't know if I should come to work tomorrow or not, because technically I would be breaking the laws that are on the posters on the door. Because I have been around somebody that has symptoms. Please advise. And they responded within seven minutes. Yeah. What did they say? They said, well, um, as long as that person's been okayed for work, you got to come to work. Fuck, man. They said, don't worry. They basically said, don't, unless you have a doctor's note, you have to fucking be at work. Jesus Christ, man. My last one. Evil. Evil companies out there. Just the worst. Small businesses and landlords are just monsters. My last one is uh, Mom's Market. Mom's Organic Market. You know oh. what? It was in D.C. I feel like we've talked about Mom's Organic Market before. We had a mom's person call in to the show. Oh, there was okay. a mom's yeah. cashier. So mom's in a Philly. Somebody did actually get coronavirus. Well, yeah. it's a. And they are doing like a walkout. And, uh, and not... Mom's Mom's Organic is claiming that they're giving people hazard pay, but nobody that works for the company has received it yet. And somebody's somebody sent me a copy of an email that they replied all to everybody at Mom's Organic and basically said, "Hey, we're not getting any sort of PPE, and no one is answering my questions about hazard pay. What's going on?" And they fired them for being too negative. Right, I, I got the story here. When Scott Nash, the CEO of Mom's Organic Market, emailed his employees last month to thank them for rising to the occasion heroically as frontline emergency workers, some workers in Philadelphia thought that his words fell flat. 
They say the chain had barely implemented any safety precautions for workers or customer. Staffs were putting in 10 to 12 hour days just to keep up with demand and co-workers who had called out. Meanwhile, as recently as last weekend, customers were still coming into the Center City store to buy a cliff bar as if everything were normal. <laughs> that, that would be funny though to have like the grocery store be like, you need to buy more than that. We don't want you fuck we don't want you back here tomorrow. Go ahead and grab everything for the rest of the week. Think about what you need tomorrow and next day and all that. Like Well, we're some and no, we're not doing onesie twosie shit here. No. And interesting I have seen that too. When I go to Star City, I saw a guy buying a frozen pizza. <laughs> And I'm like, dog, you, this is, you know, I, I can eat that over five days. Dude, I went to the grocery store two weeks ago and I've been trying to extend it as long as I can. We're getting so close where I have to go back because we, we've run out of fresh stuff and I keep like convincing them to eat like frozen peas and broccoli and shit. Um, but the, when I went, I had my cart full and I felt like an asshole. I felt like some quarter, some sort of like hoarder person or like doomsday prepper. And there's a guy behind me that just has a bag of onions and a pack of Jello, like, <laughs> like he just missed it on the way home. Like, oh shit, I need this five dollars worth of groceries. I'm gonna come into this store and breathe all over everybody in here. Two inessential things. Well, onions are pretty essential. But onion Jell-O, powder. You can hold off on Jello. Onion powder is fine in times like this. Yeah. Have you been doing? Are you? Did you have a depression, Grandma? No. My grandma was born in 1912, and she was so obsessed with the Depression, and she lived with us when I was in my teens, and she saved, like, every time there was, like, you would take, like, a butter tin, you'd throw it away, it would end up in her closet. That's like, I'm get, I get she that. kept all the pill bottles. She kept every bread bag we had. She kept every yogurt and butter tin. She's you never know when we need this. We're My not gonna have there's gonna be no Tupperware after this shit. You never know <laughs> there's gonna be Tupperware. So this is Tupperware. It's this old Stony Field yogurt is is the new Tupperware. I have to keep going in. Like my wife will like will like uh get a jar of tomato sauce and I'll come in the kitchen when I get home and it'll be like soaking in the sink and I'm like. You ain't gotta fucking use this thing. Yeah. Just put it in the recycling. For fuck's sake, I don't wanna fucking have to store a bunch of jars and butter dishes. Dude, I started making like, I made a cornbread mix today. And normally, I just take the bowl and I'll just throw it in the sink and, and spray it off. I got out like a rubber spatula and I scraped every fucking ounce of that mix into yeah. the batter. I'm not wasting shit right now. Yeah. I'm measuring out all of my portions. I'm like, when my daughter says she's hungry, I'm like, you got dinner sitting there right on the counter. It's been there for four hours now. <laughs> Should have ate it when it was hot. It was a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. We don't waste shit anymore. Um, this is, there's a really good quote in this mom's article that I have to get to, Brett. Uh, so people were coming in to buy cliff bars as if everything were normal. Something that would change, Worker said, if the store limited the number of customers who could come in at once. Right. I'm not a hero, said Marianne Leone, 31. I didn't sign up to work in a grocery store to be a hero. <laughs> I'm scared that I have to work, but I don't have anyone financially supporting me except for myself. That's a powerful that's real. statement because that is the most, that's fucking the realest that's honesty. Quote. That's yeah. honest. No, I thought this was like, everybody hated me. Everybody thought I was a piece of shit when I got a job at the grocery store. <laughs> now all of a sudden I'm supposed to die of some virus as some brave frontline worker. 
Bullshit. I you never they never got the support or praise of a frontline worker. Right. They're they, not first responders in our eyes. No, know? they they are they're now being called heroes. Yeah. But they ain't getting nothing for it. I don't want that. Yeah. I well, would not I, I would like they do deserve like all of the accolades and they deserve everything but they deserve so much more than they're getting. I yeah. don't feel like I don't feel like when I see uh, for example, the thing I was talking about, the sheet outside of the bar or any of these places that are praising Amy Acton, the doctor, or Mike DeWine. I don't, I don't see that for grocery store workers. No. I just don't see that for the cashiers and the stalkers and stuff like that. And it's fucking, it doesn't make any sense to me. And you have just, you have morons that are going in there to just smooth and talk with people and are like bored right now. And they're just going to the grocery store because that's where people open. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing else to do except for bother people at the grocery store and breathe all over shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's been something that I've been, in a way, like, people aren't just going to the store for leisure time anymore. That's good. <laughs> I, I, I said it last week, but I, I, I will dig into this more. I love this economy right now. Yeah. <laughs> I love the 60% economy. Yeah. I am not working as hard as I did before. Yeah. Privileged position, of course. We are both in a very, as far as jobs go. But I think that, like, the thing about it is all the people working from home that can work from Zoom and shit, those folks could work, can, could do four hours at a grocery store shift, and we could relieve the burden of our essential workers pretty easily. They could. Oh, I have one. Oh, we did Motherfuckers they... working on Zoom are mostly just watching TV. Oh, they're, they're doing nothing except for catching up on TV. There's somebody else. Oh, man, I can't find... what What... Uh, I got lost in this new program. Oh, no. But I saw... I did see... Oh, I got one for you. Okay. This one's fucking great. I love this one. I saw it today. I hope the link works. It does. All right. You ready? Yep. This is from some sort of tech startup. Oh, cool. New concept. I'm the, sure this one is going to be great. The name of it is Just Eat. I don't know what they do. But here's what their uh, their CPO, their chief people officer, have to say. Oh God, is that what they? Is that yeah. for real CPO, chief people? CPO. Officer? Okay. This morning, <laughs> this morning we launched the Just Eat Power Hour. Our colleagues told us while in lockdown, they were on back-to-back -back calls and found it difficult to take a break away from their screen. That's not how we roll. So we've introduced the Power Hour. It's designed for just eaters to have guilt-free time away from meetings, have lunch with the family, go for a walk, exercise, just breathe. It's their time. Another way we continue to, and this is in quotes, brilliant, brilliantly enhance the lives of just eaters everywhere. So it's a Grubhub in different countries. It's founded in Denmark in 2001, is what Just Eat is. But I do so, like the power hour. It's called a lunch break. Yeah, it it's is. just going out to lunch. It's like, it, this is so bad because this shows like what your bosses think. This asshole's at home watching TV all day. They should be signed on to Zoom for eight fucking hours straight. Yeah. They don't deserve to have any of their normal breaks. They don't deserve to have any of the normal lunches. They can eat on a Zoom call. We don't, they don't deserve a power hour. This right. is this is monumental to this. <laughs> this is monumental to this person. Like they really are putting this out there as like, take a fucking we lunch, did it. my dude. Take a lunch. Just 
Go take a walk around the house and have yourself a PB&J. <laughs> it's power hour. It's time to fuel up. It's this new exciting concept. We found that our employees, when made to work 12 hours straight in a row without blinking, they have a little bit of a problem making it through the day. We've introduced power hours so that they can get the job done. Yeah, I saw this story today that I, this thing today that I didn't know was happening. But uh, in some parts of the country, local governments are increasingly saying that stores such as Costco, Walmart, and Target that have been allowed to stay open during lockdowns because they sell essential items such as groceries shouldn't be allowed to sell non-essential items during the coronavirus pandemic. The rationale is that it prevents shoppers from spending unnecessary time browsing the store and thereby limiting their risk of exposure to the coronavirus and makes it fair to other stores that sell mostly non-essential items that have been forced to close. I mean, why are we talking about fairer to other stores? You know, we got to be fair to Marshall's now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to fucking be fair to Michael's Crafts. Marshall sells food. <laughs> TJ Maxx has a little bit of food. <laughs> <laughs> they got those premium coffees and those discounted nut butters that are about to expire tomorrow. Come on, this is not fair for World Market. Yeah. Okay? They should be open, too. They have some <laughs> foods there. You know, World Market, we went against the courts, and they said that our food was too much of a, uh, a, a tchotchke. They said that our food was more of a, a celebratory thing and non-essential. That's bullshit. Because here at World Market, we deliver the finest snacks and hot sauces. In Michigan, big box stores over 50,000 square feet are required to rope off carpet and flooring, furniture and paint departments, along with garden centers and plant nurseries. They're keeping us from our plants, man. That is happening. <laughs> yeah, the guy that cried. I saw a guy on Fox News crying because he couldn't buy lawn fertilizer. And it's like, fuck your lawn. Steal it, dog. Yeah. Nobody's shit in your yard. Yeah. How about you do the, uh, who was that guy that said you're supposed to break the law? Was that Walt Whitman or something? <laughs> probably i don't know people are also like like clothes are being roped off yeah it's like well people still have to put clothes on but you know they probably got enough clothes i mean I've i think people so got enough much, clothes i've seen so much shit about like uh well this place needs to be open be like the the way that they're keeping places open is very strange to me in in some of those in some of those respects like it's just like uh i'm trying to think of what i see like the juice bar is allowed to stay open the 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 smoothie bar is allowed to stay open but also they're not allowed to take cash which is a safety precaution but it sort of prevents some people from actually getting stuff there because they're i mean if you don't have a credit card you're probably not going to a smoothie store it's but true. it is like a you should encourage people to eat the good foods you know they usually take cash is what i'm saying you can't become a cashless store there's just too many people that can't afford that don't have a bank card or a bank account and can't do it i went for a long time without a bank account you know so that's so i guess people are mad about <laughs> i'm seeing a lot of people mad about them not being able to sell stuff uh yeah i i mean i i understand it you wanted to make money that's not where we're at right now and that's what's that's what sucks the most is just that even in a way i i do feel bad for some of these businesses because unless you're the wwe and you can donate enough money to get bailed out how are you really 
going to get like your artisanal popsicle shop fucking taken care of. Yeah. Like what are you yeah. supposed to do? Yeah, I don't know. Deplorable Dave on uh Twitter said, Yeah, apparently even Walmart feels like taking a power trip and restrict your shopping freedoms. <laughs> That's cool. Trust me, I can stay away from Walmart. It's like these guys are talking about their freedom to shop. Which <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot that is uh i saw a guy yeah choking up on the michigan news and another lady saying like we want to get our hair cut and it's like I well a lot of people want to get their hair that I the haircut thing is a problem i need my haircut so yeah bad. well just google how to cut your own hair you know that's what i would say um let me see if i have any 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 more stories to i'm just gonna to. i'm shaving my head is what i'm gonna do yeah i mean that's the way to fucking go i've always man. i need to do it anyways it's time to give up on hair i'm aging out of it try a new try a new growth see where you end up you know you, but you're a hat guy and i don't like when we're double hat guys we can be double hat guys you think so i don't i don't think that's a problem i mean people you always know that i was the hat guy you know. But you have like the easy breezy ball cap thing down. I have to find like interesting hats. Every single week I'm challenged with finding a, like a new stylish hat. <laughs> and like you can just have the same signature hat. But we can't both have signature hats. You can't have a baseball cap? You can't wear one? I'm going to get a racing hat. What's a racing hat? Goodyear tires. You number, get number the hat one like racing. Wesley Snipes wears and white men can't jump. With the flipped up bill? Bill up here like this. The cycling? Go around like that. <laughs> That's yeah. suicidal tendencies as shit, yeah. man. Go for that. Okay, yeah, I'm going to do nice that. Hat. I'm going to do the flip up, flip up hat. I did see today, I saw this headline that said, uh, Trump wants his name on millions of stimulus checks, even if it delays them. <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, you got I to, man. I did. I, I do. I will close this show out by saying that, like, this is going to get him reelected. I mean, it's an the it's Trump a, bucks is going to get him reelected. That's just all there is to it. You think so? I do. What happened with George W. Bush? Yeah. And he only gave us a piddly at 600 bucks. Right. But he gave it to us when there was like no crisis, though. I mean, sure. there, there was a crisis. I know a lot of people got vaporized, but he gave it to it as like I was struggling like crazy. And then the, the president was like, everybody's struggling right now. I'm like, oh, really? I didn't notice. Like, I'm still robbing Peter to pay Paul. <laughs> and then I got a check. Yeah. This one right now is like essential. This is like we actually need this. Yeah. Yeah. But I For mean the people that moving. don't need it, right? There are a lot of people that don't need it that are getting it and they're gonna vote for Trump. Not me. I I mean, I didn't really need it. It's nice though. I need a studio at my house. I didn't have one before. I just did everything off of a laptop. So it'll be nice to have a place to record at my house. But uh but um I could have lived without it. And uh there are probably a decent amount of people in my position that will not think about it and just be like, well, he did give me that twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it is buying your vote, you know? And like I, just, I don't think it's buying your vote. I think it's preventing um everybody from falling apart and like absolutely revolutionizing this place. Yeah. I mean, because regardless of whatever happens with coronavirus, if we don't have any money, we're going to get into the streets and we're going to tear down everything and just see who's sick at the end of it. 
True. I mean, true. desperation desperation overtakes any sort of like reasonable thought. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's I, I guess that's a good point. I just think that the people getting the money in their bank account and I, I, I think that the people getting the money in their bank account are just gonna see it as somebody put money in my bank account. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people think that way. And what I think that coupled with like a ridiculously weak uh, Democratic candidate, it, it's just gonna steamroll it, man. He's just gonna, he's, it's, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I, there was a period of time where I believed that Joe Biden was going to win, right? Like when he first became the nominee, and even early on when I was pulling for Bernie Sanders, like people were saying Joe Biden can't win. And I didn't believe that. I believed that anybody could beat Donald Trump. I just didn't want to say it. Because, you know, I had a guy I was pulling for, you know what I mean? But, like, it sort of feels like um, the tide has kind of turned. And I do think that people, I think when you put money in somebody's bank account, it doesn't fucking matter where it comes from or what's going on. You just put money in somebody's bank account. And I think that the people that got that money and the people that it saved, are they're just going to vote for them because they got the money. You know yeah. what I mean? What what are the Democrats offering? Earlier this week they announced that like their solution to people losing their um their insurance from getting fired is to expand Cobra, which is like the worst. <laughs> Cobra is a four-letter word in my house. Cobra is a four-letter word in every house. I've never in my life, one, I've never known anybody that's been able to get the Cobra ever. You know? Every time I've ever been there, they've been like, oh, so Cobra, uh, you can get Cobra insurance. And then I look at it, I'm like, I will never have that amount of money to give to Cobra insurance, <laughs> you know? Yeah, Cobra is um, basically what they do is they let you retain the insurance policy that you had before. And they charge you 2% on top of your original premium to manage and deliver the same level of service. Now, once again, Cobra is for people that just lost their job. Yeah, so this they, is people that have no income are now spending 2% more on their health care. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it's, Cobra is like, you hear somebody say Cobra, and then like your dad throws a plate against the wall. <laughs> You're exactly like, that's right. That was Cobra that. for me. Yeah, I hate it. I, I think it's like it was the worst like, thing in the world. Like, it's like my parents saying, well, nobody gets sick in this house. And you're like, I, I can't help that. But there's some sort of weird desperation happening right now with my parents. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on. Cobra. Cobra got us. And, and the like, Cobra even, got a hold of us. It fucking is incredible that they announced it. Like, we're expanding Cobra. And then it's no like, one you, wants you didn't even have to say, you could have, I would have just called it something else. Yeah, At I wouldn't have went like, came with a press release where Nancy Pelosi comes out and was like, get this, more Cobra. You know? <laughs> Chinchilla, hamster, any of the snuggly creatures, the guy, let the Geico duck take over Cobra. I'm going to tell you the truth, dude. Cobra's a perfect name for it because it sucks and it's, it's evil and it bites you. It's venom in your blood that rots you, gives you necrosis. Yeah. I fucking, I, I just, when I saw that, I was like, they're going to lose. They're going to lose so bad. I mean, unless they start again, they could also be like putting legislation out that's progressive 
and uh, is better than $1,200 a person. Yeah. Right? Like, they could be doing that. They're not doing that. Bernie Sanders did it, I guess. But, again, they don't care what he does. Like, the Democrats don't co-sign anything he does. Yeah. So, it's just kind of like, I just think that people are just going to see, like, well, I guess what I think is people are just going to say, okay, uh, I know what we're getting with Trump. I know what we're getting with Joe Biden and I don't like Joe Biden. Yeah. And that's it. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, the Obama administration penalized me for not being able to afford insurance. Not popular. Right. I don't, I know the Democrats inside the beltway and people on Twitter think that the Obama administration was like really popular, but I can tell you from experience from like talking to people, it was not pop. Not for working people. At all. No, no, not for working people at all. They fucked us a bunch of times. Uh, I was still working when he was the president. So, um, well, I think that's the show, Brad. I'm, I, 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 it's weird. I'm like getting targeted ads now because, you know, obviously all you can really read is, uh, all you can really read is about coronavirus. So mm-hmm. they're selling masks now because you have to, in New York, you can't leave the house unless you're wearing a mask. It's against the law to leave it unless you're yeah. wearing a mask. You know what? And I'm going to get into this. I'll get into some of the police state stuff. I saw a black guy get fucking ripped off a bus for not having a mask. Oh, yeah. And that's definitely a racism thing and not a coronavirus thing. Well, I've heard that there are a lot of like people of color, like black guys that are saying, like, I don't want to wear a mask. Yeah. Because they'll fucking kill me. I, I walked into a liquor store with a bandana on my face. Yeah. And immediately the first thing I did was like make eye contact and be like, I'm just buying some liquor. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm going to spend money. i old guy buying yeah. some liquor. I know. And, 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 you know, you think about it with you, it's like a lot less of a risk. Oh, yeah. If you they were, trust me. Yeah. If you were, it's dangerous. It, it just, it's a weird situation that, that a lot of people are being put in at this point. Like they're being yelled at for not being safe when they don't have the resources to be safe. Like not everybody can go buy two weeks worth of groceries at the same time. A lot of people budget it out so that they can buy it once a week, every few days because they don't have the money over the week, you know, especially like gig economy. I was a gig economy guy, you know? And for that time I was driving for Lyft. I had to go to the grocery store like when I had the money to go to the grocery, when I had ma- made enough money to go to the grocery store, I had to go to the grocery store. And like, uh, you know, I see a lot of people getting mad at, uh, at, at people who maybe they think are not being safe, but it's like, it's, this is a class. There's so much, this is a classist thing. Yeah. You're, you're being classist. Dude, yeah. You don't understand what life is like for people who can't, who live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, this is when I start pumping the brakes on stuff when they're like, let's start penalizing people. And it's like, no, no, no. I know who exactly you're going to fucking penalize. Yep. I know ex- who, who, absolutely who's going to get in trouble for this shit. It's not me. Yeah. It's not these idiot white people, uh, conservative business owners and yeah. shit like that. They won't get in any trouble. Right. Those motherfuckers can gather with 300 people outside of the state house and not a single one of them will go to fucking jail which that's they would have fucking been clubbing leftists one of the crazies at that ra- at that rally is running for like uh congress in ohio oh, they're running for like them. a state rep or something yeah let's harass them let's make them our enemy sound fun worked for me
Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's the show for this week. It, it was very fun. Uh, got some news in. Uh, got to talk some wrestling and some sports and Star Wars. Yeah. We've never talked Star Wars. We've never talked Star Wars. Because I had never seen them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. And I buried that in my past. Yes. Well, thank you for listening to Street Fight Radio. We will continue to do this as long as we can. Um, find us uh, on live every Wednesday night, every Sunday night. We're taking your calls this Sunday from 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And you can find everything that we do on your podcasting platforms like Spotify, like Google Play, like Apple Music, whatever it is. We are going to keep spreading this mess across the U.S. And we only do it because of y'all. If you want more of what we do, head over to patreon.com slash streetfightradio and help us out. Also, uh, nobody in the distribution center, a.k.a. me, has COVID right now. So please consider ordering a t-shirt from store.streetfightradio.com because normally we'll send it through the post office. And normally we send those things. Uh, we normally we sell those at our live shows. So we're not getting a lot of money coming in right now from our from our live shows or from our merch sales. So if you want to buy a Means TV shirt or a Street Fight Radio shirt, please do that. Uh, store.streetfightradio.com or store.means.tv. Thank you. Good night. A thank you and a good night. Always and forever Each moment with you Is just like a dream to me That somehow came true I know tomorrow will still be the same Cause we've got a life of love that won't ever change And every day love me your own special way Melt all my heart up a smile Take time to tell me you really care And we'll say tomorrow together I will love you Just the things that you do And if you get lonely me and take A second to give to me That magic you make